Hello, it's Brian. Hey, Brian, it's Eric Bergstrom. How are you? Doing good. How are you doing, Eric? I am great. Thanks for doing this. I appreciate it. Yeah, no, it should be good. All right. So, uh, actually, before we get to the camps, I wanted to talk a little bit about your basketball background, if that's all right. Yeah, no, that's perfect. All right. So, uh, before you played for the Badgers, I saw that in 2003 you played in the McDonald's All-American game with some players some people may have heard of, LeBron James. Uh, What was that experience like for you? Yeah, no, ultimately it was a great experience for me to be able to play in the McDonald's All-American game and be a part of it with guys like LeBron James and Chris Paul. Uh, You know, ultimately one of those, you know, once-in-a-lifetime opportunities. And, um, you know, I was very fortunate and very excited to be a part of it. Yeah, I suppose you were. Now, you played for the Badgers after that. You played college ball at the University of Wisconsin. Uh, What do you remember most about playing for the Badgers? Well, I think, like, you know, and you hear it a lot, but ultimately when you talk about what what do you remember the most, you really remember the locker room, you remember the guys, you remember, you know, those sorts of experiences. Obviously, you you remember the big wins and you you remember the, you know, I don't want to say the ups and downs, but, you know, some of the tough times, the training, uh, all of that, but ultimately, you know, it really comes down to just remembering those times in the locker room and being with such great guys. Talk about some of the guys that you did play with on those teams. Yeah, you know, guys like, uh, you know, Alondo Tucker and Greg Steensma and, uh... sorry about that. That's all right. Hold on a second. All right. Sorry. Not a problem at hey. all. All right, if we have to restart it, go ahead. No, that's okay. Go ahead. We're fine. Okay. We're fine. Okay. Okay, perfect. So, yeah, you know, guys like, you know, Lionel Tucker, Greg Steensbaum, Joe Krabnoff, who's an assistant there. Um, you know, these are all guys that, you know, I've had a chance to play with and, and be a part of. And you know, we had a, we had a lot of good teams there, which, uh, which makes it a lot easier, too. So, we, uh, you know, one of those situations where, um, you know, ultimately was a really good opportunity. So. Yeah, definitely. Now, it must have been pretty cool for you to see the run that the current teams went on the last few years, huh? Oh, no question about it. I think, you know, when you look at, obviously this year was a little rough, and, you know, I'd sit here and lie to you if, it, if I said it wasn't. Right, but, right. You know, when you, look at, when you look at what the Final Four, you know, teams did and, and how they took advantage of all the opportunities that were in front of them, I think that's ultimately what, you know, you look at and, you know, guys that started building it was our, you know, vision. You know, obviously, you know, to build a program, it's just not one team that does that. You know, the reason Wisconsin was so consistent for so long is, you know, guys like Kirk Penning and Mike Wilkinson got things going prior to, um, you know, prior to, to to me getting there. And then, you know, we kept it going, uh, you know, for guys like Frank Kaminsky and Sam Decker. So, and they've done a good job of, of giving, you know, this current team, you know, a vision of what needs to be done. And, and everyone knew that, you know, the, the the struggles of this year were, you know, are only temporary. They know what the expectations are. And, you know, I know Coach Gard and everybody else will, you know, change and, and get, um, you know, get to where it needs to be at. Now, you talked about behind the scenes, sort of off the court, in the locker room, things like that. Um, that's something you remembered quite a bit. Now, on the court, if you had to pick one, I know it's going to be hard, but what, what do you think was your best highlight in your college career? Uh, well, for me, there wasn't a whole bunch of highlights, I'd say. <laughs> Come on. Just, you know, when you look at, when you look at <laughs> highlights, what do, you, what do you think of high flyers? But, <laughs> see, obviously, I think if you look at the, the bank shot against Indiana to win the game, 
Uh, you know, there's a couple of big games against Michigan State in there. Um, and then overall, I think when you look at the senior year and what, what it really was and how it was and how it was. Chip and, um, and you know, coming to where, where we did and then obviously losing the Sweet 16 to Davidson and Steph Curry, um, you know, I think that, that kind of is the big picture of it. Oh yeah, that's right. You lost to Steph Curry. You you played on the court with some pretty good players over your, over your lifetime, huh? Yeah, it has been. <laughs> I really have. So uh, I've been very very fortunate to play, um, you know, to play this game and, and be part of a lot of great experiences. So no, you had a lot of great experiences then, but now you're coaching with the Wisconsin herd. The very first season in Oshkosh, I actually went down and checked them out, and they know how to do it right. Wow, I couldn't believe how the crowd was into those games and how quick and athletic those players were. How do you think the first season went with the Herd in Oshkosh? Yeah, no, I, you know, I think the first season was great um, as far as, you know, the season, the support. You know, everybody that, you know, was a part of the Wisconsin Herd's first season, you know, Coach Brady did a great job of getting our guys to a situation where they could, you know, come in and play at a high level and produce. And you know, the fan support was fantastic. I don't think you could ask for anything better for that. So, for inaugural season, I don't think um, you know things could have gone any better. Yeah, definitely. Well, let's get to your camps now. Um, you're going to be in Menominee on April 29th, I believe, in Stevenson on May 5th. Uh, what can the parents and the kids expect from your camps? What kind of things do they learn? Yeah, you know, ultimately when we you know run new basketball camps, a lot of it, uh, more than a lot of it, almost all of it is skill work and, and individual drill work because. You know, they can go and play five on five and pick up games with their AU teams or, you know, open gyms that coaches have, any of that stuff. But ultimately, you know, the biggest thing is how many kids actually work on their skill and their development. Not much anymore. And I right. think ultimately, when, when you want to improve your game, it's easy to go and do the fun things. It's easy to go play five on five. Kids do that all the time. But how many kids do you see in the gym working on their individual game to improve? You really don't see that a whole lot. So ultimately, you know, I know what it took me to get to a high level and play at a high level and have success, and a lot of it was just me working on my game by myself and working on the fundamentals. And so with camps, it's, it's how do we work on our pivoting? How do we work on our footwork? How do we you know, make sure that our shot is correct? How do we make sure we pass the basketball? How do we work on our ball handling? You, know, you don't need all the flash to be really, really good. You know, a lot of guys that have the flash – don't have the other part of the game you want to be fundamentally sound and when you're fundamentally sound you're able to put it all together and a lot of what you talk about too i saw today you posted something about effort there's things that you don't need talent to do right well exactly and i think ultimately you know when you look at what camp is knowing how to screen knowing how to you know pass the ball knowing how to use the proper footwork that's not talent that's just effort that's that's willing to put the time in the effort in and so much of that kind of gets lost in this generation of, well, we want results right now. And the game of basketball is not a, uh, it's not a job where, in a game where you can just go in, do something for an hour and be really, really good at it. That's not how this game works. So you've got to continually want to and need to put the effort in to be successful. And ultimately, I think when you look at it that way, that's how you see your, your biggest results. Definitely. Now, this is for girls and boys. What ages can participate in this? Yeah, so we've got ages, I want to say it's fourth, 
12th in Stevenson. Okay. And uh, when we go to Menominee, that's a little bit different. I want to say that's third. I want to say it's third to 12th. We've got, we run about 70 camps throughout the state of Wisconsin, Michigan, and Minnesota throughout now until about the middle of August. So we've got a lot of camps going on. Busy all guy. Over. Um, <laughs> it is, but it's what I love to do, yeah. and I love being a part of it and doing it. So uh, I believe those were the grades. Um, yeah. No, how- and all of it's on our website at www.brianbushbasketballcamps.com as well. So. Perfect. I was going to ask that too. Um, before I let you go, how did you even get into this? How did you trans, you know, transfer to doing something like this? Yeah, well, it's it, kind of a kind of a long story and funny story. I, um, you know, I was so focused on getting to the NBA, and my dream and my focus was always that. When I got done playing, and you know, I'd been in Spain, I'd been in Germany, I'd been in Greece, I'd been in China. Uh, and then I was in D League in, in Bakersfield, so same as was you know what there was same same league as Wisconsin Hurts, and now it's just called the G League. And we ended up playing really really well and at a high level, and uh, ended up rupturing my patella tendon. And when I after I got called up to the Denver Nuggets, so I was in the NBA and I ruptured my patella tendon. And I was out 15 months. And anybody that knows me knows I'm a guy that I, I can't sit around. Okay, I've got to be okay. busy doing something. I gotta yeah. I've got to have my mind doing something. Um, so after about a couple of months of recovering from my knee and realizing that, you know, I wasn't going to play basketball that year, I really just was focused on how can I give back to the game of basketball? How can I help, um, you know, how can I help where I grew up and, and the kids where I grew up and all of that? And, you know, the one way that I came up with was ultimately to, you know, offer a basketball camp and know the way that I wanted it done. I knew what I did to get to that level and, uh, so ultimately it was, all right, we're going to work on fundamentals. We're going to work on, on all these things to help improve our game and your game individually and make you the best basketball player you can be. Uh, now, nine years later, um, we've run camps all over the state of Wisconsin. Uh, you know, we're running seven, about 70 camps this summer. Uh, so it's really grown, and I think it's grown because we do things the right way um, and just teach the very basic, fundamental sound stuff and obviously there's some more you know advanced stuff that we do and um you know to to the level that each kid can do it but in the end you've got to have a solid foundation and i think that's what we're teaching is the foundation of you've got to make sure you do your drills your footwork your shot prep all these things they might seem simple but through the many places that i've been as a professional basketball player for the 10 years that i did it and now you know my first year as a professional basketball coach you know, when guys are struggling, you go back to the basics, and you, the kids don't have the basics. They have nothing to go back to, and that's kind of the focus of, of what all the camps are. Now, a lot of a lot of the really great coaches in basketball, they say, you know, play the game the right way, and you just mentioned that too. Um, let's give some credit. Who taught you to play the game the right way? Who do you give credit to throughout your life? Yeah, you know, ultimately, exactly. When, when you talk about playing the game the right way, I've had a lot of good youth coaches, a lot of parents that, you know, had – older kids and, and knew how to, to teach the game. My high school coach, Greg Harches, uh, you know, taught the, the game the right way, how to approach it. And then obviously a, a ton of credit goes to Coach Ryan and the vision that he had, uh, not just for me, but all the guys that he coached and, and the way he approached the game. Uh, you know, he really taught what the game was, how to do it the right way. And then I had a bunch of, continued to have a bunch of good, great coaches in uh, at the professional level. So, 
Um, you know, you take a little bit from everybody. You know, too many give a whole bunch of credit to. So, you know, the, the main guys would be, uh, you know, Coach Greg Hartis and, uh, you know, Bull Ryan. All right, perfect. Hey, Brian, I really appreciate it. Thanks again, and I guess we'll see you in about a week or so, okay? All right, that sounds great. Thanks. All right, bye-bye. All right, thanks. Bye.